episode from Lit during lockdown, and in this episode, episode 2, we're going to discuss Persopolis by Marjane Sotraki. Okay, so disclaimer, um, I might butcher like a lot of these names, so just don't bully me, thank you. Okay, so Marjane Satrapi, born in 1969 in Rashtaran, is a well-known spokeswoman for freedom and a known voice against war. She was the only child to non-traditional Marxist parents, which 10 years later would not be an ideal label. In 1979, the Islamic revolution against the Shah, the country's monarch, emerged. Marjane was 10 at this time and her whole world changed. At first, many people, including her parents, had joined protests against Shah, but in later times, what seemed to be a revolution against an oppressive regime turned into a religious rule, which in some sense was worse. During this religious rule, non-religious women such as her mother were forced to wear Islamic garb to avoid the shame spread by other women as well as to divert attention away from themselves, especially in the presence of the religious police. Another thing was that under this new regime, anything remotely Western was a sign of rebellion, as it was believed that anything Western was incompatible with Islam. This novel goes into detail on how her individuality was suppressed and shunned upon. One of the main things that hit me when I read this was the fact that her parents had to smuggle in posters of her favorite artists because it was illegal, and some like the repercussions of having a simple piece of paper of some punk band (laughs) was that she could have been publicly beaten she could have been beaten in private she could have been tortured in public tortured in private and even in gruesome cases executed for a piece of paper i could honestly relate to her as a rebellious and narcos revolutionary myself that was a joke (laughs) but i could relate in the sense that i hate having things that i love being hidden especially my private space this leads me into the global issue that i chose which is dun 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 the mortality of religious repression the main definition of religious repression is a systematic and social mistreatment of an individual or group of individuals as a response to lack of religion or a difference in beliefs um like the main reason that i had to include immorality in the global issue topic name <laughs> is because usually these enforcers of this belief um they think that what it, what they're doing is moral or they think that they're doing it for the good of their religion or country or regime persopolis explores this and i would say more than half the chapter scene such as in the first chapter, The Veil speaks about how they were forced to wear veils in the implementation of the Veil policy. In the Veil policy, every child and woman, well not every child, every female child and woman were forced to wear veils in public. And in Marjane's case, because they were kids, they didn't understand why they should wear it and often played with them. And they're really unhappy wearing it because, you know, they're just like, hey, why? <laughs> We're like 10. <laughs> but um, this can even be seen in the first drawing, representing Marjane with an unhappy expression on her face. Um, another instance can be seen where Marjane and her friends are separated as coeducation is not considered Islamic. And also in the trip, um, 
passing with the chapter of the truth. People, in particular Marjane, were stopped from pursuing further education as they shut down all universities in fear that young adults would stray away from the true path of Islam. But now that, you know, we're at this age, we can just, we can just, like, see that this is, like, another way in which people were oppressed. And I feel like I can even say oppressed because, um, this is just, like, severe manipulation, or shall I say mass manipulation. <laughs> another instance, this one, like, really struck me, um, is from the chapter The Key, and Miss Nazreen, or Miss Nazrine, Marjane's family's maid was crying because her son was given a plastic gold key, which was given to the members of the boys' school to persuade them into dying for the fate of their country. Um, I think right about now, or at least this part in the novel that we're at, I think it's good to bring up the fact that Marjane is a part of the upper class, which is made quite clear in Miss Naz- Nazreen, Nazrine, Mrs. Nazrine. Or Nazarene, I'm sorry, is a part of the lower class. And in this time, class played like a major play because usually being a part of the upper class means that you're giving more part, you're given like more perks, you are treated with more respect, you tend to have more power because we all know the saying money is power. And in areas of like the lower class, especially in relation to like the boys section, they would give out these keys and say hey you know if you if we give you this key you know you'd be fighting for your country you'd be doing us a favor you'd be you'd be doing like all these amazing things and you'd be getting all these like religious perks if you die and it really is just like manipulation and i'm like marjane's like cousins wouldn't have to face this so if she had her brother they likely wouldn't have to go through these things because they don't have to worry about being forced into war. This can be viewed as repression because of how manipulated it is to give students, barely in high school, a plastic key in return for their death, while sugarcoating it as bravery for their country and religion. This was particularly repressive as during the Iran-Iraq war, they'd place younger soldiers at the front to die first. It's like literally giving them a golden ticket, to, a golden ticket to death. <laughs> oh gosh, that just like reminded me of Willy Wonka's golden ticket. Okay, let me not bring that up right now. This is sad. <laughs> this is sad. Okay, um, it's even seen that young members were always like exploited because in like most cases they didn't understand how gruesome it was because of how much they sugarcoated it. Like, um, Miss Nazarene, sorry, Miss Nazarene, was even talking about when she was trying to tell her son about how bad it was, he basically, like, shunned it away or dismissed it because he didn't understand that this was, like, actual death. Like, the afterlife isn't the Disneyland they would actually tell them. It, it is, you know what I mean? Because one of the tactics that they used was that they'd say that they'd, like, convince, like, the younger boys that the afterlife was better than Disneyland and the fact that they use Disneyland just shows how young they are you know what I mean like they really don't understand that this is death and not a fun ride or not just some act of bravery 
I mean, like, in some cases it is, in some cases it is, you know what I mean? But in this case, it's just mass murder of young people. Or shall I say, young, lower class boys. Um, the main reason why I decided to bring up Marjane's class right now isn't just because she wouldn't have to experience the same things, but more that in the lower class they had to worry about death, or they had to worry about, am I going to be forced into war? Is my son going to be manipulated into going into war? Am I going to lose my family? Am I going to lose my children? Or am I going to lose myself for not? joining the war, you know what I mean? Um, while in the upper class, or shall I say Marjane, was just like mainly focused on, uh, I can't wear my ripped up sweatshirt today. Like, it's still, it's still repression, it's still wrong. It's just like the levels of repression is different when you look at class. I think for me, those were one of like the most like incredibly hard parts to hear because it was just like the comparison of death to Disneyland, you know what I mean? But in the next episode, we're going to discuss the movie as well as the global issue of gender equality. Thank you for listening to me and have a good time of the day. I'm not sure what time it is for you. It could be morning, day, afternoon, dawn. What other times are there? I Let me, let me stop blabbering. But... Thank you for listening. Have a good whatever time of the day it is for you. Bye.